and welcome to the show, Living with Climate Change. Today's show is called Facing Climate Collapse with Rumi. And uh, Rumi is a, uh, a Sufi mystic poet uh, from the 13th century. And he's very famous and, and very well loved. And we are going to look at uh, one of his uh, incredible poems today and relate it to our situation with climate change. Um, so that's going to be the focus of the show. And uh, first, I want to just talk about some general comments about um, about climate change and policy and what's going on. And then I want to talk about the ways that uh, uh, people deal with climate change and uh, and that I hope that that leads to um, maybe you will agree with me that uh, 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 facing our lives and climate change and our own mortality from a, a very spiritual way um, is the best way and the and the uh, the most peaceful and comforting and effective way of, of, of facing this so we're, we're going to look at that and then we will go into this incredible poem uh, so i hope please stay with me it's a wonderful uh, lesson today i think that we will have um, so I've been watching, uh, you know, I, I study climate change every day and, uh, um, you know, we live in this information age and there is so much information that we have access to on the internet, along with libraries and, and all the rest. And, uh, and I'm sure you know that it's, uh, we find a, a lot of different uh, views and opinions and, uh, and it's hard to, uh, for us to sort all of it out. Um, I've been uh, studying the, the Green New Deal in the United States, uh, something that's uh, uh, very interesting. And uh, uh, this Marianne Williamson uh, is running for president which is, uh, you know, you just never know. Uh, uh, of course, I know of her from, uh, she kind of popularized A Course in Miracles. Um, so, and then I was, uh, other things I, I've been studying about in the developing world, uh, problems. And uh, so we have, we have so much going on in the world uh, that, Obviously, none of us can follow it all and, and know about all of it. And just as as you as you study science, and it just gets, you know, there is so much. The world is so complex in science, and uh, it's really hard to kind of get a grasp on it. Um, 
I mean, that's why, you know, when people do PhDs, it's so focused. Topics are just so focused. And a lot of scientists are just, are, are uh, they're incredibly focused on one thing. And, uh, but it's hard to get, you know, sort it all out is my point. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and get the big picture of, you know, what's going on in the world and, and how we deal with it and policy and, and how we can help change it and everything else. Um, so I hope that, you know, we're going to look at that more and more. Um, that's just an observation. Uh, I don't really have any, <laughs> I think, and well, that leads to, um, I think that you're going to see with the more you read and, and you about the scientific reports and everything else that you get a very uh, oblique view of, of our future. So today we are going to kind of look at the, the worst case scenario and how we can deal it deal with it uh let's we'll call it climate collapse and uh you know this poem in a way is about death and that's a taboo subject and it's thought of as a horrible thing and uh we're going to look at that and i watched a a lecture uh, someone, uh, I think it was an engineer or scientist, and they, I watched the whole thing, and their final word was, uh, it is the end of life as we know it. And they stated that when you wake up to this, you will never be the same, and meaning it will be a heavy burden on you. And, but they gave no, they, they, gave, they gave no way to deal with it. So we're going to try to deal with it. And uh, that statement is, uh, I'm not sure that I agree with that, but maybe I do, but is that a bad thing? Well, let's look at that. So death, yes. You know the story of the Buddha that uh, he was, well, what, what affected him that he was kind of a, a sheltered life as a king and, uh, or, uh, and uh, they took him out into the streets and he saw somebody that was dead and uh, he didn't know that you died. So when he found out you died, that was, that is what led the Buddha on his journey. And uh, I think that's interesting. Um, uh, this situation we're in with, with climate change uh, is quite an interesting situation. And I, I think we can learn a lot about ourselves in, in this. Um, you know, really we're looking at the death of the planet and our civilization. That's what we're afraid of. Uh, 
And it's just a bigger version of our own deaths. If you think about it. Um, and so we're going to talk about that. Um, but let's look at let's look at how people deal are dealing with this this idea of climate change and you know ending our civilization and causing an incredible chaos and a scary world and let's see how people uh, deal with this um, and let's keep in mind the ego and uh, and that it's not a good thing for us and how the ego tries to separate and is not at one with everything. Um, now this is I want I hope today we will we will maybe find out that to live in the spiritual realm in all our, our affairs and to have this outlook is the best way to live. And I think that if you adopt this it, you will live and you will die with dignity, no matter what happens. So I want to look at the way people are dealing with this uh, that I see in the media and groups and, and things like that. Now, I think at the lowest level, um, I see these people that uh, I guess you could call them survivalists or they're called preppers and I kind of looked at some of these people and their some websites and, and YouTube channels just briefly and uh, I think this is a, a not the way that that I want to go and, and live even if it gets bad uh, as they say, and terrible things happen, and uh, um, I see that as a very fearful, terrifying res uh, response to to death, or an early death, or uh, to hide away, to separate, you know, and, and with generators and food and guns and and. Uh, all alone or or even on the other spectrum uh, having a underground you know penthouse and, and food and everything to last you for a long time in New Zealand or something if you're really rich um, I, I don't think these are very attractive uh, uh, ways to 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 face this uh, that is to me the lowest uh, that is a an, an incredibly uh, fearful, um, separated, egoic way, um, I think. Now, the the next, uh, this is a little better way that people deal with it, is that, and you see this a lot, is that uh, maybe it's like this, this quote I said earlier about it's the end of the world as we know it, and it's, you know, you see this and, and people are telling you that it's the end of the world. And 
you know, humanity is, is evil and it's getting what they deserve and, or something in, along those lines. It's, we deserve or greedy and people are just not very good and, and they're, they're irresponsible and they've, they've destroyed the planet and now it's, it, they're going to pay for it. And usually people that give you this message, uh, um, it's not their fault either. I, you know, <laughs> it's everybody's fault except theirs, I, I guess. Uh, and there are many people like that and they may, they, they may be unconsciously like that, but that's really what you're saying. Uh, and I don't agree with that, but that's, but I don't think that that's a way to be. And I hope that this channel will help people that are in that situation to not, not live that. Now the next, the, a better way probably of being is the way that I think most of the world is that they, they don't know what to do. They, they don't pay attention and they just go on with their lives. And they may not do anything about it. They just, uh, they don't know. And, and in a way that I understand that it's kind of a, it's a way of saying that I, I don't have, you know, I'm just a person and I have very little power over the world and, and no influence and there's nothing I can do. And I'm just going to live and, and grow and, and make as much money and have kids and do whatever I can and what will be will be. And I, I guess I understand that too, but uh, I think as we go on, that may not be able to, you may not be able to live that way very much anymore. I think it's going to, I mean, this is going to continue. I mean, I think that we can all agree that there will be changes and uh, we simply, uh, the, especially the developing countries and are just going to continue to have problems that, that may get worse. It, well, it, it depends though. Uh, anyway, now those are ways that people deal with it. And I think that this, I think the best way to deal with this is to do what you can about it. And, but to have these uh, spiritual ideas and concepts and in place to relieve you from the seriousness of it. At the same time, not, excuse me, uh, not, not creating fear and terror and uh, within yourself and others and being free and at peace. And that's what we're going to try to do. And that's what I, I think. Uh, and I think this poem by Rumi will explain that. Um, so let's uh, let's move on to to Rumi's uh, great poem. 
Okay, uh, so this is a uh, Rumi, and like I said, a 13th century uh, poem uh, from a Sufi mystic that uh, very well known. And the name of this, uh, I got this out of, uh, well, Eckhart Tolle uh, turned me on to this uh, with one of his lectures. And uh, I have this book called The World's Wisdom that I uh, would uh, suggest that if anybody ever sees that to get it, uh, it has uh, excerpts from all the religions and, and, and other uh, writings uh, throughout the written history of our planet. Uh, and it's an incredible uh, compilation, a nice book to have. But it had some Sufism, uh, Sufism in there. And uh, I thought that the name of this was The Long Journey, but it might be The Ascending Soul. Uh, I, I've lost that book. I lost it in my travels. Um, so let me read that to you. And I, I'm going to change a couple of words in it uh, just to make neutral terms that I'll go back and read it again and, and change it back for you. If, and then I'll, I'll try to put this on the screen so you can read along with it. Um, but I think that, you know, it just contemporizes it a little bit, uh, you know, back then, uh, uh, some of the words were gender and, and things like that, uh, uh, that we don't look at that things that way anymore. Um, and really this is about, about evolution of of our of our planet and then into into the unknown and the cosmos and about death in a way and I think that you will you will see why it's not a scary thing and uh, before I, I we just look at death and we as such a horrible thing, right? I don't think anybody will goes around saying that death is good. It's we want to stop it. We want it is just the worst thing that could possibly happen is for us to die young, die of a disease, die of an accident, of the species to die, of extinction to die, of, of, of species dying earlier than they should because of our living, and it's on and on and on. And this is simply bad, 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 no matter what. And that's what most of us all think. And we need to stop that. We don't want this, that we don't want things to change. And anyway, that's, and so I'm going to read this and maybe we'll look at that a different way. Uh, so let's get into it. Now, this is Rumi and this is the poem. I died as a mineral and became a plant. I died as a plant 
and rose to animal. I died as an animal and I was human. Why should I fear? When was I less by dying? Yet once more I shall die as human to soar with blessed angels. But even from angelhood, I must pass on. All except consciousness doth perish. When I have sacrificed my angel soul, I shall become what no mind ever conceived. Oh, let me not exist, for non-existence proclaims in organ tones, to him we shall return, or to consciousness we shall return. Now that's a beautiful poem and it takes us from through evolution on this planet into the heavens and beyond, beyond angelhood. Now we'll look at this a little more closely. So you can see, why should I fear? When was I less by dying? So why is death bad? Why is it? Why was, why? But we believe that, absolutely. And we've, we've rose from mineral to plant to animal to human, where it says man here, and then to angel, the next. But even there, they must, you must die again. Even as an angel in heaven, you die again. Well, then what? Then where do you go? Everything dies except God or consciousness or the source or the cosmos or anything that you want to name, call it, but it's the unnameable. And I says, I shall become what no mind ever conceived. That means that we cannot conceive what is after death as human. It's inconceivable. And I don't know why you would think that it would be bad. We've been taught to think that. And this is 
when he talks about, oh, let me not exist. Now, what does that mean? Followed by, for non-existence proclaims in organ tones, to him we shall return, to the, the one we shall return. Meaning, for in, proclaims in organ tones, in music, the, the universal language, in that we shall, for non-existence, So, oh, let me not exist. What does that mean? Let me not stand out. Let me not. Let me not be tied to form of, of a human. And, and, and that's all there is. It's limiting. And I think that you can see that you wouldn't want to live forever as in this form. Now, I've heard people say they do. But I don't. I see the limitations of this, of this form we're in. And uh, I just believe that And we'll get, I want to mention Taoism after this, how it ties into that. But to the source we shall return. And how do we relate to this climate change, climate collapse and the fear and terror of it? That people are so lost in this. That they are dissecting every aspect of the physical world and worrying and analyzing and trying to control every aspect of it because it's absolutely terrible for any kind of changes that may happen. And this leads to, um, this just leads to madness, I think. And I'll talk about that. There's no end to but I want to, yeah, I'll talk about that again. Uh, I hope that this is not seem weird to you, but it's, uh, this is philosophy. Um, so that's a great poem. And I, I find it quite comforting. Um, you know, a guy thought of this, uh, you know, Centuries ago, the world was so different, and it's still uh, it's still powerful today. Now, um, I want to talk about studying spirituality, and I think that the more you do it, the more you read and and study it, uh, you'll find. There's, there's such commonalities of it and it's, it's different than religion. It's a, you know, religious books are about you in a way. And so you, you study all these things 
and you come to your own beliefs and understandings of it and that you live by that and I, I think that they're usually similar but don't get uh, don't get trapped in a religions that are rigid um, you know within us is we all have we all are Jesus we all are the Buddha and Allah and all of it they're not people to worship we all have that in us we are all that and the understanding of that we can have um, so I, I, I hope that maybe can free you up uh, free you up from some things um, now let's look I want to talk a little bit about Taoism and it kind of so let's talk about dying again uh, and what is life you know it, it, it's kind of what it says is that okay life is really birth and death so that is that is both part of life and it is a cycle of life and it's not the end I, I would think and it can't be bad. I mean, as soon as you're born, you, you're destined to die. So if life is good, death can't be bad. And so this consciousness, uh, I think we can feel it in ourselves. And that's kind of the, and so when you die, you return. That's what the Taoism is saying, that you return to the source, and that's nature or God, the source, nature, all these things. And it's just a returning to that. And that that's not to be feared. So I think this climate change uh, thing is kind of symbolic. Like I said, uh, you know, the plant, the, the, the planet is going to die. The sun is going to burn out. I mean, we're going to go into, I mean, everything goes extinct. It's a matter of how fast. And we have to say, this is horrible. This is a, it's absolutely terrible. If things go extinct faster than we think they should and you know the Taoist if you read it uh, they are very uh, they have very good sense of humor and it's funny and they uh, I, I could tell you all kinds of great stories from it uh, I would say to get the the Tao Te Ching and the second book of the Tao by Stephen Mitchell. Uh, these are just great, great observations. And a lot of it they talk about we that we create polarities. Uh, so the, basically good and bad. What is good and bad? And we just cling to these To every, the, 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 everything is so we have to uh, agree what's bad and what's good and uh, 
And they just play with that so much. And it's very freeing. And it goes against the ego, really. And uh, so I just, it changes your perspective on, uh, and I'm not saying to, you know, do nothing and just drive ourselves into extinction. I'm not saying that. I'm saying to free up from it and quit. I mean, I see people suffering so bad and, and they're, they're working and I see them on YouTube and I can, I can see the turmoil in them that they're trying to, they're trying their hardest to get everything lined out up to, in some way that they think everything should be. And we all do this, obviously. But it ain't never going to happen. <laughs> For instance, let's say that climate change is 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 fixed. We 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 uh, sequest carbon out of the atmosphere. Temperatures return to normal, whatever normal is. You know, they don't heat up. And so the, every, the plants and everything adapt a little bit better and they get a little relief. And then we find, uh, f we discover fusion. And now we have free energy, unlimited free, carbon-free energy. Are all problems going to be solved? Uh, you know there will be another crisis, an unprecedented crisis will come up very quickly, every time. You know, there's an old saying, uh, and this is kind of the Taoist way of this good and bad thing that Within every success lies a failure, and within every failure lies a success. So you just, things happen, and you have, and we label them good and bad. And I'm just saying that this leads to a very rigid and scary way of living. And just look at this good and bad thing and, and how everything's labeled good and bad. And without one, there isn't the other. And the Taoists, uh, they break these things down. And it's a wonderful freedom. And so there's all this, there's all this wisdom out there that many people know about, but many don't. And I think you look at the, uh, you know, cultures and, and they don't seem to be, they don't seem to be enlightened at all. And they seem scary places and they're all, uh, 
a very polarized and uh, I don't think it's a it's a good way to live okay that's the uh, the talk for today and I hope you enjoyed it um, I hope to have uh, I'll have more of these I, I love this stuff and it's it's incredibly powerful and and healthy i think for our minds and our spirits and it's about educating ourselves and and uh, not not getting lost in the world lost in our minds and just thinking and running around and and you know the smarter you are the worse it is really and I just think that people, they get lost and there's no sense in it. And again, I'm not saying to not do anything. It's quite a world. I will leave you with that and I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, thank you for joining me. And I hope to see you next time on Living with Climate Change. Bye-bye.